Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. How am I supposed to get out of the boy band I'm already in? You're in a boy band currently. Yeah. I did not like, remember. That poses a problem. Yeah, it, that also, yeah. Because that, we were that thinking it could be like Kyle like, Bush and the um, Tropical Skittles. Ooh. And we would dress up like oh. different Skittles. Like the Carmel Kids. Yeah, I don't know about that. Like Larson and Junior are going to be pretty upset. Didn't you guys see my post? I a did. Few weeks you back? know what? I did see that. Wait a minute. You're 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 in a boy band with Larson and Junior. Yeah. yeah. It's called Slab yeah. Job. Slab Job. That's yeah. true. Sorry guys. We can't just, top that. I just don't think it's going to work. Out. <sighs> I guess We're out. After he's crushed our hopes and dreams, let's start the show. Kyle Bush is here. What's your brother doing? <laughs> he's available. <laughs> That's my boy. Is he busy? That's Hello and welcome to NASCAR America. Motor Mouse, Rutledge Wood, and Kyle Petty here, plus our special guest, Kyle Bush. You may know him from his boy band. Uh, it's possible you know him from his illustrious <laughs> racing career. Uh, Kyle and I, we there spent a couple is. minutes. We were uh, trying to get him to join our yeah, band. Yeah, we, did, we didn't no realize goal. that the album drops soon. We thought that was a joke. Yeah. Obviously, we were wrong. True. Wrong. True. Big time Absolutely. wrong. Absolutely. Man, yes. I, I got a lot of things going on these days. Yeah. You know, you just never know what's around the corner. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. And I wonder if they were in a, if you guys actually performed as a boy band, who do you feel like would be the front man there? Who's the lead guy? Yeah, I mean, duh. You think it's you think it's Dale, Larson? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I thought he's the shortest, so we could all like yeah, be above true. him. Oh, that's be cool. true. Like staggered like that. Right. Like yeah. Kenny right. Chesney, he'd just be like thirty feet in yeah, front of the band, way, way and then right. everyone's the same height. <laughs> there you have it. Well, that's a big deal. We're so that's excited a slam. that. that was a slam. No, it's yeah, no, no, no. I just mean I'm Kenny Chesney's I'm good. I'm good. the same height yeah. as Kyle Larson. Uh, well, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen him lately. Approximately. This is so exciting. Kyle's here. Let's get to our starting grid. We're going to look ahead to this weekend at New Hampshire, where Lobster is on the line. That's right. Look at that big lobster. Plus, we're going to talk with Kyle Bush about how he came up in grassroots racing. And of course, we'll share your questions for Kyle Bush at the hashtag Let Me Say This. That is a great hat, sir. Love that guy. Love yeah, seeing him. Uh, of course, we know there's Brexton with the lobster, Denny Hamlin reacting to the lobster. There's Kyle Bush <laughs> with his legs. There's so many different fun things. Let's let's start with that. Did you know that that your teammate would have such a weird aversion yes. to shellfish? No, I never would have assumed that. Like, who would think that you're going to be scared of a lot? Like, yeah. it's not going to do anything to you. Right. Yeah. Like, the like claws how many are, times are you going to be near enough a lob to a lobster for him to attack you? 
So I, you're you're just a, you're you're afraid. I mean, the ones that are up north, cold water lobster, yeah. those are the ones with the claws. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah. go down to like the Caribbean stuff like yeah. that. Like they got the spiny lobster down there. Yeah. They don't have the claws, so you can go down there, spear them all day long. I do that. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you just gave me that? a lot of information there about lobsters. Yeah. I, did, yeah. I didn't yeah, know that you would have. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we Lobstering, have? Man, we haven't fun. dug into when we were there doing racing roots with him. We should have asked Danny. Maybe he had like a bad red lobster experience as a kid. Me? No, Danny. Danny. Oh, for sure. He must have been. He must have been to a bad red lobster yeah. or something. Yeah, maybe it's Dan. They got him too Hung him over to the, the tank. tank or something uh-huh. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That'd yeah. be good. Like Brexton right now, we go to the grocery store. He always wants to go say hi to the lobster. No way. Oh, yeah. Because he he he's, knows. He's good with yeah. it. Victory Lane. He yeah. knows, yeah. He's well, that's ready. a big one in yeah. Victory Lane. Did he try that lobster when, because. No, man. We send them back. You, I do. That's right. Yeah, okay. I send them back. That's really true. Because you feel like it's like I don't eating, think they really take them back, but I send them back. You send it back, you're like, hey, yeah, look, at, look at Samantha. Oh, you missed Samantha's. Look at Samantha's face. Just Watch this. She's total like, total panic. Yeah. She's look like, at my man. Oh, he, you the, can't see Samantha's like, face. There's, a, the there's an Instagram obvious, post. Man. Oh, yeah. The claw compared to wow. him. Wow. Yeah. He's getting a little closer. Co- I'll yeah. touch it. There you go. He's yeah. like, I'll touch it. Yeah, right on. Wow. Yeah. What did that thing weigh? That's probably what, 25, 30 pounds? Something like that. Yeah, that's about right. If you win this week up there, which I'm sure that's your plan, hopefully, can you throw Brexton once and then throw the lobster once and then throw Brexton and then throw the lobster? That would be that uh, celebration, man. Yeah, that man throwing the lobster up. <laughs> I'd probably get something from what's the what's yeah, the Peter. I don't know Peter. if there's a yeah, that's Peter. specific it's Peter. to shellfish, but I bet yeah. there is. I bet you there is. Yeah. We're now in 2019, yeah, so there's true. probably there's an app for that. Yeah, there true. is. <laughs> right, yeah. there is. Every animal has yeah. its own own group that looks after it. You know that. Well, I can only hope we have that problem. I say let's. Too. There probably is. <laughs> let's go to the phones. I'm just gonna pick. Why don't we start with? I don't know. This one is it. Uh, is it Carl? Wait a second. Is that NASCAR? NASCAR? It is NASCAR. Oh, man. This is Nate's buddy, right? Yes. Yes. yes this is Nate's sure buddy. Is. Carl, oh. what's on your mind, pal? <laughs> well, first of all, uh, Kyle, if you could say hello to Andy, that's my wife. That'll take me atop the brownie point standings. And all then right. my question to you is, you have uh, been known to voice your opinion to NASCAR about certain things, especially definitely the cars. So my question to you is, what is a package that you would like to see NASCAR come up with to where you guys are still competitive, race you on the track, and you and NASCAR come to a common ground on, on how these cars should react and drive? Hmm. Is it Angie? Angie. Angie. First off. Well, hello, Angie. How are you? Hopefully you're a Kyle Busch fan. If you are, you're a very smart person. But other than that, um, yeah, about the package, man, I don't know. It seems to be the hot topic this year, apparently. But overall, I mean, all of us drivers, we've kind of said it over the course of the years, which is, you know, give us less downforce, less downforce, less downforce. They didn't have downforce back in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. And everybody always says how great the racing was back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Hey, did you know I looked up a stat the other day that Dover, 1975, who won that race? Just give me a name. Maybe Richard Petty. It was Pearson. Okay. Okay. How far behind was the second place? Yes. Um, Four laps. Yeah. Not. I don't. I have no clue. Maybe fourteen. Seven. Okay. Seven laps down for P two. Yes. For P two. So at Dover, at Dover, my dad made up ten or twelve laps and won a race. One when Jody Ridley Ridley won the race at Dover. Uh I think that Kale Yarborough was on the board as a leader for eight or nine laps because that's how far the second place guy was behind before he took over the lead. 
We're still out there racing. Kale's in the garage area, already got in his truck, and he's still leading the race. <laughs> that's still awesome. leading the race. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. It's great racing back then, people. I, great racing. I think, I think less downforce. That, that's yeah. kind of where all of us drivers are. I mean, we got the most downforce we've ever had right now and the least amount of power we've had in probably 30 years. And it's putting on a good show. So I don't know, man. I think there's there's a variance there. And I think every track is different. That's the biggest thing that's that we have right now. Yeah. You know, like you got the some of the mile and a half. Like Kentucky wasn't probably all that great. But, yeah. but Chicago and... Kansas was yes, awesome. fantastic. You know, yeah. so we I think we need a little bit more varia to uh, yeah. to the different speedways. Noted. I th- that perspective that is important. I also dig that you were looking up old stats yeah. about racing. Like yeah. that's really cool, man. Yeah. It, it, but it, it is it's crazy. Look, for my, and go all the way back to my very first race. I finished tenth, nine laps down. Okay, nine laps down. Yeah, that was good racing, man. I had a shot. I, I had a did, shot, right? Man. I shot, dude. That sounds yeah, like but, Winchester but 400 it, still yeah, to the day. Exactly. <laughs> but it's just, it's it's that kind of thing. Every, and memories always make it better than it was. I'm just know? glad that, that NASCAR is going to be on the, uh, yes. the brownie points list. Yeah. We're going to go next to my buddy, race car Johnny. John, what's up, dude? What's going on, guys? I think I can actually answer NASCAR's question. Is Whatever package they seem to throw at Kyle, you seem to be victorious <laughs> in it anyways. So what's That's it matter? True. Down force, less down force. Really, really doesn't matter. Kyle, my question is, coming off of last week's uh, finish against your brother, if that was anybody else to the outside, would we maybe have seen a different finish? And outside of racing, how's your Land Cruiser project doing? You guys have a great one. All right. Thanks, John. Yeah, thanks, Johnny. So, um, yeah, if there would have been another person to my outside, this race probably would have ended a bit differently. But uh, since it was my brother, I was trying to keep it as clean as I possibly could, but yet aggressive as I possibly could because, hey, there's a win on the line. There's a trophy on the line. You know, you want to be able to go to victory lane. You want to take your team to victory lane, your sponsors and everything else. And so right here coming out of turn four, you know, I knew he was going to get close to me. I knew there was going to be a chance where it would suck me around and Sure enough, as we got off the corner there, it just busted loose on me, and I was hoping that I could catch it and correct it and not take him out or anything or put both of us in the wall and have third place win. That certainly wouldn't have been very fun for uh, for either of us, and especially for the family going forward. We've had those instances before. <laughs> yes. But, um, you know, if there was other drivers, you know, you, you don't tend to give them quite the respect that because they don't give you the respect, yeah. you know? So. Um, I won't name names, but um, certain drivers out there, certainly that finish would have been quite a bit different. Name them. Name them. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. It was because I don't know. Watching, it's so, dude, there's, it's hard to put into words watching you and your brother go door to door. It's the most exciting. I mean, it was, it was fun. Like I, I was, I wouldn't say I was stressing, but like you're in the moment and you're just like, you know, it's like the days of thunder. Like you just want to beat them up and bang the bumpers and the sides and everything else. But it's like. I still got to finish this thing too, you know? There's that old saying where first you must finish to finish first, oh, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, Crazy. I was driving up the road yesterday just thinking about people that win, have won races and winning races. You have been in this situation with so many different drivers so many times, maybe more so than any driver that I've ever, that, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, and I've been around a long time. I don't know. No, I mean, I mean, to come down to one or two laps to go and have to make a pass, to have to make something happen. Yeah. Um, are those moments that you live for? Because, I mean, that's like, hey, it's one-on-one, man. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. It would be interesting. You, you say how many times there may have been or times that yeah. you remember there being. Uh, I'd be interested to see on where I'm at on that. Am yeah, I ahead I on the wins or am I behind on on, on I think finishing you're ahead. second? I think you're ahead, man. I so, think you're ahead. I don't know. I feel like I'm behind. <laughs> anytime it comes down to a close finish like that, I always feel like, oh, there's something I could have done different. Yeah. You know what I mean? So 
Um, like right here, I could have cleared Kurt probably there, and I felt like I should have cleared him in turn one, and then the next time we get back to turn three, I should have cleared him again, you know, but just it, the spotter never told me clear, and I'm looking in my mirror, and I'm like, man, I'm kind of clear. I think I'm clear, but I, I, you can't trust yeah. that close. Yeah. And the spotters don't have a real good view of, of the angle and stuff like that anyways, yeah. you know, so I just didn't want to take that chance, didn't want to crash, wanted to make sure I finished, Right. and uh, we, we ended up second. Kurt, on post-race, Kurt said that he run until he heard you kind of kind of crack and then mm -hmm. he went a little farther and then he was like oh my gosh I got to make this corner but he said the whole the whole time I found it interesting his comments were I was staring at your door mm -hmm. I was I was I'm not looking this way I'm looking at your door yeah I mean that's I was, I was I was one eye looking at my mirror and one eye looking out the windshield <laughs> too and my yeah. foot was to the floor getting into turn three and as I turned off into turn three and I got to the bottom it came right off the bottom like it started washing yeah. off the bottom and I'm like I'm gonna plow the wall yeah like if I don't lift and give it a second to breathe for the front tires I'm gonna plow the wall and we're all gonna wreck yeah you know what I mean so I, I had to lift a little bit and that little bit that I did he was obviously able to carry yeah. the speed it's crazy. Samantha's on the line. Samantha, you've got a question about Kentucky for Kyle, don't you? Yes, I do. Okay, Kyle, first I want to say I've been a huge fan of yours for a long time. The guy told me to keep it short and sweet, so I won't go into that. <laughs> well, but, I appreciate uh, you. Thank I you. I want to know, did you really leave Kurt in Kentucky? All right. Now, this is the hot topic this week <laughs> as whether or not I left Kurt uh, on the airplane. So he did not fly to Kentucky with me. Let's put that out mm -hmm. there. Okay. okay. All right. Um, he was supposed to fly home with me. Yes, that's the truth. And we were supposed to uh, <laughs> helicopter out because the airport's like 45 yeah. minutes yeah. away, whatever. It's a ways away. And so when he won the race, I instantly told Samantha, I says, you better text Kurt and ask him what he wants to do. Does he have another ride home? Because we're going home. <laughs> we're leaving. And so, the, look, we got home at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Guess what time my son wakes up? About 8. Yeah. Okay. No matter when he goes to bed. No matter when he goes to bed, yeah, he wakes right? up right? Yeah. What time do you think Kurt got home? 6. 4.30. 4.30. I was not waiting around no way. to bring Kurt home to make sure that I was home at 4.30 in the morning Good so call. my son wakes up at 8 o'clock. Look, man. The priorities. Look, mom and dad, <laughs> Kyle, Samantha, like we, we had priorities. Yeah. We knew that was there was going to be something we had to take care of at eight o'clock in the morning. So Kurt, we asked him if he had a ride. He said he did. He found his own ride home. I didn't leave him stranded. So And if the situation was reversed, you would understand if you had won and he was your ride home, he would have probably left as well. Correct, unless yeah. it's on my plane. Right, but it, yeah. then that's, that's like if, different. Like, if, uh, like Kurt was right. He mentioned yeah. it in Victory or in, uh, in the media center. He was like, you know, Kyle won a race at Phoenix earlier this year, and I had to sit there and wait and whatever for him to get done with all that. Yeah, yeah well, duh. Who owns the plane? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. You're riding with me, man. You're riding with me, that's man. That's the way the world works, people. You better Absolutely. <laughs> These are great calls. Keep them coming. Coming up on Motor Mouse, we have a special announcement for September's playoff opener in Las Vegas, and we'll head to New Hampshire as our 50 States in 50 Days tour continues. Plus, your calls, your tweets, dial us 844-NASCAR-NBC, or tweet us with the hashtag, let me say this. Let me say this. You can do it. Just put her in first and pin it. Good luck. Okay. Is there room for one more? Yes, get in. All right, great. I'll get in the back. Is this how you imagined 
your Burnout Boulevard experience to go, Kyle? At some point, yes, because I figured our show car would blow up. Here we go. It's like a tug of war. That was a Ford versus Chevy battle. Hey, style points, though. Creativity, style it's a solid points. 10. Yes, it is. Oh, oh that was the best one i 11. Oh, I like that. Do not tear your car up. Whatever you do, go have fun, do a burnout, put on a show, but don't tear your car up. He <laughs> tore the hell out of it. We have some great news. The Burnout Boulevard, driven by Goodyear, is back for this year's playoff opener in Las Vegas. Yes. Mark your calendars Thursday, September 12th at 7 p.m. Eastern here on NBCSN as the 16 playoff drivers cruise down the Las Vegas Strip, and they're going to lay down some serious rubber. Was that not a great time last year? It's always year? a great time. Yeah, absolutely. What's the over-under on Denny making it this year? <laughs> If you give him a, a tool like that and say, like, we don't need this this weekend, uh -huh. he's going to bring it back like that every time. Yeah, he yeah. pretty much uh, he wore that thing out. That's for darn sure. So, uh, you know, good times to be able to go out there and do some burnouts on the Las Vegas Strip. I always wanted to as a kid. That would have been amazing. I kept it to just my NASCAR career. It's <laughs> a good time, though, man. You can't beat that. How cool Look is at that? That, that? Okay, in that intersection right here. Yeah. Here you are in this intersection. How many times did you cross through this intersection as a kid? Oh, plenty. And now all of a sudden you're out there in the middle of it. Yeah. Letting I wondered why they were so wide, and now I know. <laughs> <laughs> they were just waiting for you. They were just right? waiting they for the NASCAR waiting. guys they to come down and do burnouts. Yeah, they build it for if you, you, man. If you build it, cool. they will come. That's right. That's a big okay. deal. Let's get back to the phones. Kyle Bush is here. We're going to go to Jason. Jason, what's on your mind, buddy? Hey, guys. How you doing? doing Great, good. pal. I was, uh... I was wondering uh, what's uh, Kyle's bucket list. He's won a lot of races, and I know he still would love to win the 500. And if you won the 500, what kind of celebration do we expect to see? <laughs> um, man, I don't know. Yeah, obviously not, ha not having yet won the Daytona 500 is certainly the top of my bucket list for NASCAR. Um, I've won about everything else there is to win. I've won at Daytona. I've won the non-points races. I won the July race. I have yet to win the Daytona 500. So that would certainly be... Really, really awesome to be able to complete yeah. everything at least once in, in our sport. But, um, man, what would the celebration be like? I don't know. I hope it doesn't go 20 years of trying like we had with yeah. some other guy, you know. <laughs> it, would be nice. it would be nice to get it done sooner than later. Um, but, um, you know, I, the celebration... I don't know if you'll ever see yeah. everybody coming out to pit road like you did yeah. with Dale and, and the what that meant for all the crew guys and for Dale and that that moment there. Um, it would it would for me it would mean checking off everything there is to check off, you know, which would be pretty awesome. And uh, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully I can get that. Is is that? But honestly, is that something? I mean, they, they write about it every time we go to Daytona. Mm -hmm. They talk they about will. it. Yeah, and they, they, they already are beginning to. You know, they did with Dale. They did with Daryl Waltrip. They did with a couple of different drivers yeah. who just won everything, everywhere, championships and everything, but just that one. And they could win the qualifying races. They could win the July race. They could win, you know, the race from the garage area to the bus lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the 500 eluded them. Is that aggravating when people bring it up? Um, yes and no. I mean, yeah, yeah, obviously it's it's an accolade that I've always dreamed of as a kid that I wanted yeah. to achieve and I wanted to get. And it's kind of frustrating that I haven't yet gotten one. I've been in probably two or three instances in which I feel like I could have, should have, would have won, barring a little something different going a little differently. <clears throat> and um, those are what's more aggravating rather than the the other 11 times that I've been yeah. there where you crash or you have a tire go out or something happens where you're just eliminated early. That was a bucket list. And he asked about a bucket list. Okay, so I want to get away from racing when 
Is there anything on your bucket list outside of racing that, that you? Or is it all racing? It's all, all racing time? related. I'd say like to drive a Formula One car yeah. would be amazing. I'd love to be able to do that. Um, maybe to race an Indy 500. I'd love to do that. To be able to go run uh, the Baja Thousand, that would yeah. be fun. You know, so some of those uh, Le Mans. You know, and to be able to Did go. You ever try a, a rally cross? Because we watched. In New Hampshire years ago, we stood oh, yeah, on yeah. someone's roof yeah, together, yeah. and we were yeah. watching Pastrana almost flip That's every crazy. time. And you had that childlike smile on your face, which was like, yeah, I, I definitely need to go try this. I definitely need to go try that, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I have, so I drove a, um, what are they called? A rally light? Yeah. The light sure. one? I drove a light in the Race of Champions Challenge, which yeah. was down oh, in yeah. Miami a couple years ago. So I drove one, and I ran one. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time with it. You know, I love being, I'd love to be able to do it um, in a professional race atmosphere sure yeah we can make it happen we'll call tanner i know a guy <laughs> call somebody i know a guy he knows, uh, he knows we're going knows to uh to anthony next anthony what's anthony. on your mind hey guys how are you doing today all right good good, good. great well that's really good to hear and i'm happy to be on the show by the way real quick the race that richard petty won at dover on september 14th 1975 he came back after being six laps down and led the last nine laps of the race so. Thank you, Anthony, the stat guy. <laughs> my, man, my man sleeps face first in a stat book. It just comes up out of the pages. That's into awesome. Head. I hear you. Yeah. All right, well, what you got, thank Anthony? Thank you very much. All right, so uh, the question I have for Kyle Bush. So when you're retired from racing in the future, like 15 to 20 years from now, do you see yourself owning a race team in the Cup Series, which is something mm. you're doing right now in trucks? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> nice and easy. Yeah, yeah. Did I make down the middle? Yeah. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, man. I just, uh, I, I, it depends on where, I mean, 15 years from now yeah. is a long oh, time man. from now. So it de depends on where the sport is and what all kind of evolves and what happens, you know. And obviously everybody's kind of talking about the next car and what it's going to look like and what it's going to be. And I hear they're going to be pretty expensive. So, um, you know, it just, the, the hardest part about having a team that comes in, I mean, you had Red Bull that came in that had unlimited funds. I mean, they spent $50 million a year, and they won a couple races, but they just could never get the right infrastructure to be able to compete at the top level to compete with the top teams. Like, you've got Hendrick, you've got Gibbs, you've got uh, SHR and Childress and all these guys. I mean, to be able to come in there and just start the infrastructure and hire people from outside of those race yeah. teams like you yeah you want to go in and steal the best of the best from those teams but man they're going to be so expensive because they've been there so long you're just going to out afford yourself and so i don't know if it's really going to be um be feasible realistically but if coach called you and said hey i'm thinking about a partner would you be interested you're not going to immediately hang up i feel like i'm not going to immediately hang <laughs> up i feel like i am somewhat of a partner already like sure. he asks sure. me to do That's a lot true. of things and yeah. you know he was like hey i need you to go to this test and i'm like joe i'm i'm not driving at that test like i'm not going and he goes i need you to go to this test for me and i'm like okay i'll go you know what i mean yeah. so like he asks me of things and he's like hey we we've got this sponsor thing can you go do it for us i'm like that's not my sponsor we've got this sponsor thing i need you to go do for us so i'm like okay so you are a partner. I, I'm, yeah. I'm a bit of yeah. a partner you know yeah. i've got i've got a lot in uh, in joe gibbs racing yeah. and so cool. and he's cool. got a lot in me i that's agree good. that's interesting that's so good. great question anthony we're yeah. gonna go to christy now christy you're on with kyle bush how are you i am fine and i don't have a question but i just want to let kyle know that he's awesome i'm his number one fan in paducah kentucky and all right i just enjoy watching you race we went to the Kentucky race 2016. You didn't win, but uh, it just made my day, and you're just Did awesome. you say 16? 16. 16, yeah. okay. I'm sorry yeah. I did not win in 16. I hope you were there I in know, 15. 
I was unhappy because Brad won, but I got over it. <laughs> so was but, I. Uh, I have not gotten over it. <laughs> Kyle is, but, uh, has not gotten over it. I'm just, I just love watching it, and I love how you drive your car and everything. You're just awesome. Uh, well, I greatly appreciate that. Thank that you so nice, much. Man. And uh, yeah, it was awesome awesome to hear those comments and to have you on our show with us today. Thank you. Christy, you're Thank the best. Thank you, man. That was you a know, great call. Sometimes great call. you just got to take a call. Yeah, that's you it. Know, you know, we don't that's all it. have to have questions. Absolutely. Yeah. Feels good, doesn't that's it? Rowdy Nation. Yeah, well, hey, Rowdy Nation's live and well, man. I love, Everywhere. I love yeah, the absolutely. specifics of a fan, too, to say, like, here's, a, I was kind of mad because Brad won. Yeah. You yeah. know what? That's how, that's exactly how yeah. you felt. I just love that. What a what an yeah. amazing. See, I'm not the only one when I'm mad right. after a race. Like my fans right. are mad yeah. after a race, and they're like, "You should react." Other the haters are like, "You should react better." And I'm like, "Not if you ask him, <laughs> yeah, right, or yeah. her, yeah, call her." Call it's her. Same way, Christy, you're awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for call. It's time to see what our fans on Twitter have to ask Kyle Busch. Let me say this is coming up on Motor Mouths. Let me say this, people. Let me say this. Now I'm going to say this. Let me say this. But I'm going to say this. Let me say this. And let me say this. Let me say this. Sorry, caller. I'm going to say this. No, let me say this. Hey, Kyle, let somebody else talk for once. But I'm telling you something. But I'm going to tell you. And listen. Man, you talk a lot. I will say it forever. Every time it makes me laugh. <laughs> Chris Bush is funny. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you thought it was a huge deal that Kyle Bush is here. Nate Ryan is here, yes, too. In the house, Nate, my buddy. Get in there. All right. <laughs> Hashtag. Time. Let me say this. Rowdy Nation wants to know. Kyle William at the Dingman seventy seven says, which is worse, losing to your brother or losing to Brad Keselowski? Um, definitely losing to Brad's worse. Yeah. Mm. I mean, keeping it within the family, that's okay. You know, because the way I look at it with Kurt is like when I win a race and then when he wins a race, all we're doing is adding to the brother win total and we're mm. climbing the list. <laughs> mm. True. The other yeah. guy has nothing to do with me ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not one yeah. chance. That's so. a great way to look at it. Blood right? is thicker than he's water. You. That's yeah, he's, 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 he's helping. He's he helping. helping. There is a cause. There's a cause. There. I love it. Okay. Uh, Bob Dare, hashtag let me say this at Bob Dare 18. Love Bob Dare. He's from uh, Watkins Glen. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. he's, he's got, got a fire suit of mine. Twitter account. Okay. He, he, wants might, to know. he might wear it. It's a good question, actually. If someone would have told you a decade ago in 2008 that you would have finished runner-up in the most popular driver results in 2018, what would Kyle Busch have said to that 10 years ago? I would have said, yeah, right, you're smoking. <laughs> I want whatever you're on. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily think that's an award that uh, maybe I'll ever win. But, hey, Rowdy Nation is alive and well, and it's very strong. Yes, so are. you all better get your votes in when it's time if you want to win this thing. It's up to you, not me. I got nothing to do with it. All right. How cool would that be? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Man. I would. It would That'd pretty much awesome. shut down. <laughs> yes, like, that would be the end. That would be awesome. There would just, there would just be that a lot of people awesome. going. No, this can't. This can't be right. How did this happen? They were, How yeah. They, it would be like everybody that didn't vote for Trump would be looking for yeah. a revote, right? <laughs> That's right. Or a recount. Russian. They're like, Russian. we've got to win something. Yeah, they're like, recount. Recount. <laughs> the end of NASCAR Twitter as we know it, which might be a good thing. Uh, Brian Antis, hashtag let me say this, at Beyontis12, with all of your close one-two finishes you've had in the top three NASCAR series, other than this past weekend with Kurt, what is your favorite, most memorable close finish hmm. in NASCAR? Has there been that many close ones? You said there was. Kyle, yeah, man, come on, help me out man, here. It just seems like there is because every time we get <laughs> yeah. that, you either you yeah. either blast off and lap the field, yeah. or it's right there at the line. Yeah, I mean seriously. So the one that I remember the most that actually probably stung worse than Kentucky Saturday night was uh, Saturday night in Daytona 
with Jamie McMurray. I think it was 2006, yeah, yeah. Uh, 2007 maybe. He was in the Roush car, and I was in the Kellogg's car still. And like I lost by .002 in that one. And it stung because I actually won the Xfinity Series race on that day. So it would have been the first guy to ever win two Dude. National Series oh, races yeah. in the same day. Yeah. And I missed by like wow. three inches. So that's that one cool. that's in my mind that I'm like, really? Cool. Murray? That was uh, <laughs> like, oh! 2007, right? To 2006 or seven, yeah, yeah one yeah. of those. Yeah, I remember that one. He was great on play track. He, he was. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Walker at Up in the Marbles, uh, hashtag let me say this, wants to know about your spotter. Tony Hirschman mm-hmm. says that when he's listening, he always not only tells you what's going on around you, but he has like two sets of binoculars, what's happening all over the track. How do you feel about Tony Hirschman and the job he does? Tony's awesome. That's why we've been together for as long as we've been together now. You know, I first started years ago. Uh, my dad spotted for me, and I had to fire my dad. <laughs> <laughs> because we were racing at Daytona or somewhere, and he was like, car high, car high, car high. And I look over, and I'm like, there is nobody on the outside of me. So I was like, what the hell are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> well, come to find out, he would be watching me and Kurt, like, yeah. all the time. He couldn't separate the two of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then I had Ricky Hendrick spot for me for a little while, and then obviously what happened with Ricky. Um, and then I had Jeff Dickerson, who was my agent for yeah. that period of time. He spotted for me. And then when I fired him, um, <laughs> I had Eddie DeHaunt, who now spots for Chase. But when Eddie was with me, he was good. Like, we, we had a good thing going. Uh, he just didn't quite give me the perfect information, but also he had a better opportunity to, yeah. to be with Chase. It was for more money and whatever. Because Gibbs is kind of cheap for spotters. And so <laughs> I got with Hirschman, and, and so I don't even remember how I got. This the greatest show we've I, ever I know, done. I know, man. And I don't remember how I got with Hirschman, but Hirschman's name came up, and I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, just another monkey, let's go, you know? And so um, <laughs> he comes in, and he spotted for me for a little bit, and it, was, it worked. It was and perfect. It was perfect, right? And, yeah. like, there was a few times where I've had to tell him, like, to change a couple things yeah. here or there or whatever, and then he's kind of added some things in on his own, and I'm like, hey, this is, this is good, yeah. you know, and it's, it's working. He might demand a raise now, unfortunately. Yeah. I, look, I would probably have to come off the hip to be able to do that because yeah. I, I don't know that Joe would. <laughs> All right, finally, one the last budget, one. The budget is broke, people, okay? The budget is broke. <laughs> Hashtag let me say this. Andy Young wants to know, what was your first car, and did you ever take your brother's or parent's car without permission? Great question. Actually, uh, this is... <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've got a story. Yeah, we've got a story. <laughs> we've got a story, people. So... Uh, my first car was a 1970 Volkswagen Beetle. It was a light yellow color, and it was pretty stock. Um, not a whole lot done to it. And um, my brother actually came home one week. He was in the Roush days. He was working in Livonia, Michigan, came home, needed a car, so he took my car. And I don't remember how I got around, but anyways, um, he ended up fender bendering with somebody, and so we had to get a new fender for it and everything, so then we had to repaint it, so then we lowered it, we put some better wheels on it, stuff like that. Sure. Right? What, exactly what Rutledge would do. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, uh, why I laughed about that is because it's actually the same car that I took from my parents one night. So my parents went out on a date night one night, I was probably like five years old, and I was staying at my grandma's house, and we lived in a cul-de-sac, and it was, I don't know, two blocks long. And Kurt was out with his friends down at the other end of the cul-de-sac, and he was playing RC cars, whatever. And so Grandma was like, hey, go out. Go get your brother. Tell him to come home. Like, you guys need to be in. It's almost time for bed, right? So I grabbed the key off the counter, went out to the Volkswagen Bug, fired her up, and drove down the road. Like, <laughs> drove down the road all the way to the end of the cul-de-sac, rolled down my window, and yelled at Kurt, like, hey, Grandma wants you home. And he goes, you are going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> and I remember being like, 
why? And I just drove off and turned around and went all the way back, parked it. Nobody ever knew. Only Kurt and I knew the whole time. No story. way. Absolutely. Yeah. That's crazy. Man. Yeah, it was awesome. So <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's a great story. That is a great story, man. Oh, That's fantastic. A great story. Good job, Nate. Glad Nate, you were here. That we are good, so man. glad you're here. Will you come back later in the show and join us? If there's time, always. If there's time. Yes, let's do it. Uh, we are off to the Granite State for 50 states in 50 days tour. That's next here on Motor Mouth. Welcome back. Our 50 states in 50 days tour takes us to Lee USA Speedway in Lee, New Hampshire. It's been in operation since 1964. Lee USA wow. Speedway was purchased last year by businessman and racer Norm Wren, securing the track's long-term future. One of Lee's signature events is Oktoberfest, held over two days in early October. One of six NASCAR-sanctioned tracks in the Granite State. Some of NASCAR's biggest names have raced here, including Hall of Famer Jeff Gordon. In the mid-1980s, the track held the Budweiser Shootout, featuring some of the NASCAR's top stars Dale Earnhardt, who won the event twice, also introduced the world to his outlaw late model while racing here. How cool is that? That's awesome. I mean, that, it's a big really cool. deal. Yeah, love grassroots racing, love the short track racing. We have our own short track team at KBM. Oh, yeah, you do. That's right. Yeah. You do have your own short track team. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a little slower these days. Uh, we don't go to as many races, but yeah. um, why nice. is that important you to have? Because yeah. you could certainly just as easy not have that. Yeah. So my opportunity to be able to give younger drivers a chance to get in good equipment and make yeah. sure the stuff's right and everything else to go out there and showcase their true talent. We figure out where they're at, and uh, that gives them the open door to move into our trucks. You know, it's kind of a feeder system, right? Yeah. And Eric Jones has been there. Christopher Bell's been there. Um, William Byron drove uh, my short track cars, and uh, we've had Rafael Lassard the last couple of years. He's driven the short track cars. Now he's in our trucks, you know. So yeah. these guys, they keep moving through the ladder. They do a good job. They show what they're worth in the, in the late models and know that we can get them to victory lane and they can win and keep them going. It's cool, a man. big deal. That I mean, cool. and, and we have to give some love to New Hampshire because the grassroots racing that happens in that state is amazing. Have you heard about some of the racing that happens in the snow there? And I have not. Well, no. at racing in the snow. How about that? What? What? This at Speed, Look at this. Speedway 51. What? This is in Groveton. New Just Hampshire. drive it. Just this looks like. This is like, me with an in-car camera right here. This no, is my no that's camera. you right there. This backwards. is me right here. That's what I'm saying. That's my in-car <laughs> camera. Cavalier right in the, the middle of the direction. Direction. Oh, Look at all the parts. Ah. Look at all the parts laying on the racetrack right there. That's this classic. looks like so much. No fun. debris cautions. No, of course not. Just yeah. keep going. Then, then the dude's gonna come through and clear it with a dually. Oh my Fantastic. gosh! Look at the front tires on this one. Just uh, what a great oh way gosh. to move snow around on a track. Let's go. Let's get. I think you would you, you can you do that? I don't think I can. Okay. Can we prepare a car at your shop? Yeah. At your short track shop. Uh, we're gonna need. We're gonna need a sawzall and an old welder. We're gonna need and a bigger a boat. And a tetanus shot. And a tetanus, tetanus shot. shot. That's sure. it. That's we're it. Definitely gonna need a bigger boat. Uh, we are, oh, you know what? We also, speaking of grassroots racing, did you see the picture? Look at this. Whoa. This bear was such That's, a huge fan of grassroots racing. Wow. This bear was like, let me get in this shot in Mon Montana. Is, that, is the bear real? Yes. Yes, the it bear is real. real. The bear how took is, the NBC grassroots sign and won't give it back. How is that guy not more scared? Like, I would not I be know. in that same you know, situation. No. From smiling. Montana, maybe it's different. Maybe that's like mosquitoes to us. I don't know. Ah, uh, dude. I mean, <laughs> was the, like, like the bear is alive right there? Great question. Yes. 
We, we we did have some. We had some footage. It was a trainer. We had no, no, no. We had some footage earlier. Uh, we played it somewhere, and that bear just moves around, and the guy just reaches in with a stick and moves it back. And he really? Yeah, yeah he with a stick. It's a live bear. Wow. Yeah. It's, don't know it's, if I could do that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. Makes me think of that I'm movie not. Semi-Pro. All right. I'll stick with, with, with your lives. I'll stick with the lobster. <laughs> yeah. It's like Kim Burton in the uh, at the Rattler. When they when they held the rattlesnake, yeah. Oh, she ran. Like, she ran, man. Yeah. She ran. That would I, that would be me. I would do, I would do a camp. I'll party. do a lot of dumb stuff, but posing by a live bear is not. That's or not on my snake. list. No, no. Let's go back to the phones. We've got our man Marvin Blue is on the line. Marvin. Marvin. Hey, what's up, Rutledge? What's up, Kyle? And hello, Kyle Bush. It's an honor to chat with you, man. You're a really great driver, and I really appreciate your driving style, man. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. What's going on with you today? Hey, Kyle, I got a question for you for this weekend. Uh, you guys at uh, Joe Gibbs Racing got a fast car for New Hampshire, but how fast will it be to get you to another victory this Sunday? I would certainly love to think that we've got a great shot coming up to go to victory lane this Sunday. You know, New Hampshire's been a pretty good place for me over the years. We've had a lot of um, seconds and thirds over the past years. Last year we won a race, and we finished second in the fall race there. Um, no, we only went there once last year, right? Finished uh, second to Harvick, right? Harvick, Harvick yeah, had the bump. But, yeah, but the year before we won yeah. and finished second or third. So we're yeah. we're typically pretty good there. Um, it's going to be totally different this time around with the new package, everything that's going to be new um, with the 750 horsepower, but also with uh, the bigger spoilers and the more downforce and stuff like that at the short tracks that we've been running. So we'll see. You know, I know my guys at Joe Gibbs Racing are working really hard, and I'm looking forward to going up there with our interstate batteries Camry this weekend and uh, hopefully bringing home another checkered flag. Let's go back to that race. You, since, since that's the conver conversation here, and, and he said he, he got into you because he knew you didn't expect it at that time. Yeah. Um, I, I expected it to come a few laps later. Later. <laughs> yeah. Later. Okay. Yeah. That, that's it. Yeah. That's it. I mean, we were racing around and obviously going through in and out of lap traffic. And of course, the PJ1's kind of wearing off. And I was getting really, really tight. Like, my car wasn't very good on the long runs. And then you can see, like, I get a little loose off the corner. So you have that tight, loose issue. And his was just able to roll way better than mine for yeah. some reason. And he, he ran us down from a ways back. I knew it was a matter of time before he got yeah. by me. And um, I don't think he really needed to be as rough as he was. But hey, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's racing, you know? Yeah. And you just got to figure it out in that time. And, and hey, when it's shoes on the other foot. Yeah. Sure. Has it That's been it, weird? Y'all, y'all had so many battles last year, and it feels like this year their car has not been there yeah. in the same way that yours yeah. has. Has that? Have you felt that? Not a void, but like, can you feel that difference of? I don't immediately like eyeball you. You don't mean mug him yeah. every time you see him now. Yeah. Or like, so like last year it was eighteen and four and seventy eight, right? Yeah. The right. big three. We talked about that. It was eighteen four, eighteen four, eighteen four, seventy eight, eighteen four, whatever. This year, you know, now I kind of see, like, it's the 22 and the 18. Yeah. You know, the 22 is there a lot. He's he's pretty fast, obviously, ever since they had their speed. Their speed started about the chase last year, the yeah. playoffs last year, and then it's kind of stayed on all through this year as well, too. And so they've been right there, running yeah. up front, being fast with, right there with us. It's crazy. Let's get back to the phones. We are going to go to, oh, no, we're not. But you know what I do? I just got footage. Check this out. Okay. You want to see a live bear? There he is. Look at it. No way. Oh, the bear's like, hey, what's up, bro? Hey, buddy. Hey, man. Hey, yeah. good job hey, out there. They gave him a kiss. That that dude, for the record, looked Leave like his mouth. there's a live bear that. touching yeah, the with this guy. Stick. See this guy. Stick. Yeah. This guy's like, ah! Hey, oh, hey. No. Whoa! Oh, no. No. You are not Not again, serious. man. Not again. Oh, man. That guy is the toughest dude I've yeah. ever seen. Oh. Wow. That's holy moly, dude. That's crazy, Insane. man. Y'all in Montana, that's y'all are wild. That's yeah. 
Those guys have a lot of faith in that bear. That yeah, they trained. do. Somebody or the does. trainer. Or the trainer. Right? Or the with trainer. his stick. He just had a dowel for Here. Just yeah. poke him with a stick. We're going to get back to your phone call. That's the way I do Rutledge. For Kyle Bush when Motor Mouse continues after this. It's a live bear. <laughs> Get ready for one wild night. The NTT IndyCar Series goes short track racing under the lights at Iowa Speedway. This Saturday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, only on NBCSN. Yes. That's how you read that's a promo, a ladies that's and gentlemen. Clap, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you promo. That's good. That was a good right. one. Wow, good. you crushed yeah. that. Even with uh, the, with, they didn't have it on air, but you had the hand in the ear. No, he totally I'm, did. Yeah. Oh, we're getting yeah, it's the, like, the Guys, we're going back that's to the it. phone. Speaking of, I've got a fake producer in this year. We're yes. going to Kevin. Kevin, what's on your mind? <laughs> hey, thank you all for taking my call. I'm a proud member of Rowdy Nation, so I'm happy to get on. Thank you, Kevin. So my question for Kyle is uh, quickly, like, can you talk a little bit about your relationship with Adam Stevens and how it's developed? Yeah, I had a lot of success in Xfinity and his cup. Y'all seem to have a great rapport. Can, can you just talk about how that developed to where y'all is uh, in sync so much? And thank you. Yeah, appreciate that. It, um, it started years ago back in the Xfinity series. Him and I joined forces, I think, back in 2013 uh, when I came back to, to Joe Gibbs Racing on the Xfinity side with the monster car. And we won a lot of races there. We were competitive with one another, and we lost a few, and there was a, a couple of hardships, you know, losing. And um, But then it was time for a change on the cup side, and Adam was kind of the first guy that uh, that was getting the nod to be able to move up with me to the cup series. And so ever since I've had Adam on the cup side, we've been really fast, really consistent, really good at every week being up front, being able to run up front. And every time we go to a racetrack, if we're not up front, we run fifth or eighth or whatever, we come back the next time better than we were yeah. before, you know? And with rules changing and packages changing and things like that, you're always on the unknown of what to expect sometimes. And it seems like Adam is, is really, really keyed into what he needs in his race car yeah. to know about what I feel like I'm going to need to be successful in my race car. And um, it's just awesome to have that relationship that him and I do and, and to be able to talk with one another. Yeah, sometimes we get fiery with one another. You know, you got the Jimmy Chad yeah. thing kind of going yeah. on. We'll go back and forth with one another. But <laughs> uh, more times than not, it's it's always about just knowing what we need to do to get better. But I, I love when y'all go back and forth because you say something and he gets right back at you or he says something and you go right back at him. But there's always that amount of respect on the radio. Listen to you guys, your, your radio <clears throat> back and forth a lot of times. There's so much respect there. Yeah, absolutely. And at the end of the day, we, we know together that we're out there, we're competing with each other. Yeah. And, you know, we, we always try to bring out the best in not only one another, but everybody else around us as yeah. well, too. That's why I feel like we are successful is because even the crew guys, you know, I talk to them sometimes, we hang out off the track and stuff like that, and they're like, you know, Adam told me this this week, and I go, that's Adam, you know what I mean? So um, it's just like, you know, he'll always tell you, like, I didn't like the way that was done. Like, you didn't do that right. Like, why did you do that that way, you know? Yeah. And so he's always trying to make everybody better, whether it's me, whether it's the engineers, or whoever it is, and he goes, hey, you know, think about it this way or that way, or hey, if you're going to do this, why don't you do it with this, this, and that? And guys, like, he's always teaching. He's yeah. always helping us all to try to get better. So That's he's, cool. he's a really good leader. That's cool. It's a big deal. Kevin, thanks for the question. Yeah, that was man. great. Next, we're going to Fred is on the line. Fred, what's up? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, buddy. Hey, Fred. Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Uh, my wife, Kelly, and I are real big supporters of Rowdy Nation. Just want to throw that out there before I ask Thank my you. question. 
Hey, been been uh, burning to ask you this for quite some time now, but being a, uh, a race team owner of three trucks, a full-time cup driver, in my opinion, one of the most talented that we've seen, okay, uh, running trucks and Xfinity as much as NASCAR will allow you, and all the appearances and meetings that come along with what you're doing, you're still finding time for Samantha and Brexton. I mean, you, uh, you ever feel at times that it's too much or, uh, I mean, where are you at with yeah. that? How do you do it all, man? I just don't understand. How do you balance how you it? Do that's it. a great question. That's a good question. Yeah, that's thanks. Really it's, good. Um, it's, it's a huge balance. And sometimes, you know, you, you've got to sacrifice your, your family in order to be there for your job. And there was a time a couple of weeks ago where I had a meeting up in New York. I had to fly up to New York and I missed uh, Samantha and Brexton on the 4th of July because I, I went straight from New York down to Daytona. And so, um, it's just, you know, with, with what we all have going on, like how would I have time for yep. anything else in all reality? But, um, you know, with Samantha always being there and being by my side, she's, she's my rock. She's my support system. She means everything. And, um, for her to be able to hold down the home front with yeah. Brexton and everything that it takes to be a mom, she's a fantastic mom. Um, you know, and, and to be a wife, she's a fantastic wife as well too. And so it's a lot of fun that we're, that she's able to travel with me as much as she yeah. does. She goes to about every single race. Uh, Brexton does as well too. He used to not go to Sonoma, but now um, we've got that off week before Sonoma, so we fly out and go to the sand yeah. dunes oh, that's and cool. mess around out there during awesome a few this, days, yeah. and then we go to Sonoma. So Brexton now goes to the Sonoma trip, and <laughs> you know it's fun. You know we we enjoy one another, and obviously having the opportunity to have Brexton, and of course um, having them close with me every week is, cool, is very very good. That's a big deal. That was yeah, a great call. Answer, a second helping of let me say this. Yeah, I don't mind if we do. That's <laughs> next right here on Motor Mouse with Kyle Busch. Let me say this. Now I'm going to say this. Let me say this. But I'm going to say this. Let me say this. And let me say this. Let me say this. Sorry, caller. I'm going to say this. No. Let me say this. Hey, Kyle, let somebody else talk for once. But I'm telling you something. But I'm going to tell you. And listen. Man, you talk a lot. I will say it forever. <laughs> Nate Ryan Sorry, is caller. back with back us. Back again. For more Sorry, Twitter call. feedback at hashtag let me say this. You got more good stuff for Kyle Bush. Oh, because you? the Rowdy Nation. Okay, hashtag let me say this. Starting with James Picaretto. He wants to know, is there a favorite song that you and Kurt might like to add in his new jukebox from Kentucky? Mm. A favorite song? Yes. I feel salty. I don't want to have anything to do with Kurt's jukebox. On that note, that then. That's a great answer. On that note, from Bob Mertz, hashtag let me say he this. He can choke on that jukebox. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt said he was going to bring his Kentucky trophy to your house. Yeah. Did he do that? Hell no, because he knows okay. I got two. <laughs> Glad we got that cleared up. Yeah. Hashtag let me say this from Samuel Olish. Uh, how long have you been trying to grow a beard? Um, since February. Okay. And the Gavinator 18 wants to know how long do you plan on keeping the beard? I think it's great. Uh, well, I just went for a trim today, so I don't know. It's probably a little back to <laughs> okay. the short side. I did. I asked yeah, you when you good. first, I was like, just good. so I know, I don't want to get my hopes up. Are you growing a beard? Or is this like you just didn't I shave? And he's I like, can, Saturday night, uh, our, it was really dark like Saturday night. Like, yeah. Right here, man. It Five minutes. Like, it was that's nice. That's, that's all it I looked got, nice man. there. They, they both love it, and yeah, they, they think it's a good charm for you. All right. Steve Weber wants to know that. Did you race Kurt as hard as you could because he didn't have a win and wasn't in the playoffs? I, I want you. To, I want to give you the chance to set the record straight here, because Kurt didn't have a win. That didn't mean you didn't race him as vigorously, right? So no. So <laughs> I ran him as hard as I could run him. I wanted to win that race, but when we came off a of turn four, and I was like, should I wreck him? Should I not? <laughs> 
Um, I was like, ah, he doesn't have a win. This will get him in the playoffs. Okay, he crosses the line. He wins, right? But after I crossed the start-finish line, I was like, damn it. He said he would have wrecked me if he could have got to me at Bristol. Yes, Why didn't I exactly wipe his right. ass out? I just love that that thought ran through your mind. After the checkered, I was like. <laughs> this is amazing. Kyle Bush, everybody. We Stay on the phones. We got our YouTube after show. Uh, Billy Ray, start when get to your call. Nate Ryan. Oh, my god. Thanks for hanging. If you're on the phone, hang with us. Yeah. <laughs> Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.